Hello, my name is Corbin Worley, and welcome to this historical interview podcast. Today, we will be interviewing Joyce Meyer, an American citizen who grew up in the 1950s and lived through the John F. Kennedy assassination in the early 1960s. As she grew up in the 1950s, she considered herself safe in America as America prospered and grew in the 1950s, but as the 1960s rolled around, she witnessed a change from relative safe and secure feeling to a feeling of confusion and danger in the 1960s. Without further ado, let's get to the interview and hear from an account of someone who lived through the assassination of John F. Kennedy. All right. So how old were you whenever President Kennedy was assassinated? I was 19 years old and uh, uh, wasn't, uh, wasn't able to vote yet. Um, but I remember that uh, he made a real impression on me at the time. Um, I worked at the dress factory in Den Cannon, and uh, he was just a very charismatic guy and was really interesting to listen to. Mm -hmm. uh, where were you whenever you heard that President Kennedy had been killed? I was working uh, in the dress factory in Den Cannon. It was about, oh, maybe 2, 2.30 in the afternoon. And uh, someone came out of the office and said that the president had been shot and was taken to a hospital in, in Dallas. And um, at that time, you know, we just assumed that he was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't, you know, we just continued working until 4.15, which was when we came out. And, and uh, then... Uh, course when we got home and, uh, and I turned on the TV I found out that he had died. How did you feel whenever you first heard that he did in fact die? I was in tears. Uh, first I couldn't believe that anybody would shoot the President of the United States and secondly I thought about his his kids. He had two little kids, Carolyn and John. And um, it was total unbelief. Uh, the only other president that I knew much about that had been killed was uh, President Lincoln. Um, so when President Kennedy was killed, it was like, this can't be happening. Mm -hmm. It was unprecedented. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, who do you suspect had killed John F. Kennedy whenever you first heard that he had been killed? I really didn't know. I couldn't imagine that that anybody killed him mm -hmm. because uh, as far as I, I knew, um, he was loved. Um, he was... Um, young and exciting and, you know, didn't appear to have any political enemies at the time. Uh, now, we knew about the Cuban Missile Crisis and the fact that he made Khrushchev back down, but it was hard to believe that uh, the Russians 
could have gotten somebody into the United States um, and killed our president. Um, we also knew that Fidel Castro was um, not happy that uh, he couldn't get his Russian missiles on mm -hmm. Cuba. And, um, of course, then there was J. Edgar Hoover, who was the FBI director at the time. Now, he really didn't like the Kennedys mm. for whatever reason uh, he had, but uh, the thought of uh, one of our own killing our president just was unbelievable. So you didn't... Uh, we really, at that point, I didn't know who did it or why. It just seemed like it was totally senseless. Mm -hmm. um, what events do you believe that could have been factors leading to the assassination? Well, perhaps the Cuban Missile Crisis, um, because he did, um, he took a very strong stand with the Russians and backed them down, turned their missile ships, uh, their transports that they were bringing missiles uh, to Cuba, turned them back. Um, for whatever reason, uh, J. Edgar Hoover didn't appear to like him very well. But there was also a third thing was uh, there was some uh, rumblings about the mob and the mm -hmm. mafia and the fact that um, he might have had some pretty close ties and friends with uh, with the mafia, particularly Giacano, who was um, a mafia bigwig in Chicago, and um, uh, his brother, um, Bobby, was uh, the attorney general, and they were looking into some mob activities and so forth, so there was a thought that perhaps it was mob activity, too. Uh, so you had the Cuban Missile Crisis, you had Castro, you had... Um, you had the mob, uh, any one of those three seemed like it could have been um, the reason why they shot him, or whoever shot him. Mm -hmm. um, what effect, if any, do you think the JFK assassination had on the Cold War? I don't really think it had any effect. And my first thought was, um, after he was shot, if it was the Russians that were behind the assassination, uh, something else was coming. Um, you know, maybe a planned invasion, maybe, uh, you know, a missile strike. Um, uh, but none of that happened. So I'm not sure uh, that... I think it was just a neutral thing. You know, I think, personally, I think Russia was probably just as shocked that our president was dead mm -hmm. as we were. Um, and uh, the Cold War went on. Um, went on until um, uh, Reagan. And, um, uh, you know, it was just an uneasy standoff all the time. Uh, so I, I really don't think that it had an effect on the on the Cold War. Okay. Can you explain a reason why you think an individual would want to assassinate JFK? That's been a question ever since it happened. Um, 
you would have to get into somebody's mind to figure out uh, how they could purposely aim a, a rifle at somebody who was um, sitting in an open car with his wife and other dignitaries, Conley and his wife, and pull the trigger and just kill him. And yet, uh, if it's a fact that Lee Harvey Oswald killed him, there is no doubt about that. Why he killed him is, um, uh, we will never know, um, because his life was cut short. Uh, but we did know that um, he was a communist sympathizer, that he was a dissident, uh, that he actually went to Russia and um, lived uh, in Russia, married Martina, brought her back here, and uh, lived um, uh, in, uh, in Texas. I'm not sure how long, but... My gut feeling about Oswald was that um, he was just very strange and that if it was just him that acted, I think it was just a, a misguided person, political dissident, acting out and that was his way to have his... Uh, place in the sun for a period of time. That mm -hmm. was his glory. Now, if he was acting as an agent for somebody else, uh, that opens a whole new can of worms. Um, what effects did the assassination of JFK have on society at the time? I think it's scared the living daylights out of us at that point. And I think uh, for a lot of us that were in our teens uh, and young adults, it really destroyed um, kind of our age of innocence. You know, all of a sudden, you know, we, uh, uh, growing up in the 50s, uh, everything uh, except for the Korean War, and that ended in 54, 55, uh, except for that, everything was quiet, you know, uh, people were going about their life, um, uh, building houses, having children, going to school, whatever, you know, and, and there was really no uh, ever-present threat that we perceived at the time. Now, I realize that there probably other people saw it differently, but as for myself, and I think a lot of us that were in our teens, it just shattered uh, our thoughts of safety in this country. And we had a fear uh, that this was going to happen again. Um, is there any other historical event that you would compare the Kennedy assassination to? That I lived through? Um, sure. Probably not. Um, it was terrible when um, Ronnie Reagan mm -hmm. was shot, and um, but we knew that that wasn't a head wound, yeah. and the chances of him surviving were going to be very good. When we knew that um, uh, Jack Kennedy was shot in the head, you know, uh, there was no chance, and uh, 
uh, as far as as far as hi historically significant events, that was by far the worst that I can remember, and um, don't want to see it happen again. Mm -hmm. And it makes me cringe, and I don't know whether a lot of other people feel that way, but it makes me cringe every time I see a president out somewhere uh, speaking and wondering whether there's some lunatic that has a gun that mm -hmm. uh, would take a, take a shot at him. And of course there was the assassination of, uh, of Jack's brother, uh, Bobby Kennedy, uh, that happened in June of 68, Sirhan Sirhan. And that was just like a replay. And, it, and the wound of uh, the assassination wasn't healed by the time that happened. What do you think is the most important idea to take away from the JFK assassination? I think that we can never question um, the limits of security that has to be around uh, uh, our president. Um, whatever he needs to stay safe is never too much. Um, the fact that they don't go anywhere anymore without bulletproof cars. That ended. That, you know, thing of him, set, uh, JFK, sitting in an open Lincoln convertible, mm -hmm. that would never happen again. And uh, uh, I think that uh, uh, in many respects, I don't think there's enough of security around the president. I mean, you see them go into crowds shaking people's hands and so forth, and uh, it could all be over in an instant. And uh, uh, that scares me because when our president was killed, there was a question for a period of time, who's running things, mm -hmm. you know? And what happens if somebody does um, uh, send a missile you know who's going to who's in command? I mean, they say that there is a, a quick transition of power, but that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. He was dead. They did the swearing in and so forth, but there was still a lapse there. You know, so when our president was killed, it was a perfect opportunity for someone to. Um, strike the United States and there would have been mass confusion. And regardless of how we, um, we say that uh, a president has a vice president, the vice president doesn't know what the president knows. And uh, I think that that's the most dangerous thing uh, about our government right now. And the thing that probably needs to be beefed up more than anything is this security around the president and the fact that there has to be uh, uh, a strong working relationship between the president and the vice so that, you know, if something, God help us, would happen, that there would be an immediate continuation of, of uh, our government. Mm -hmm. uh, 
what would you consider the long-term effects of the assassination of John F. Kennedy? You always have to wonder uh, what would the world look like now if he had lived? Mm -hmm. uh, would we have gotten uh, uh, um, stuck in the quagmire of Vietnam? Uh, or would he have gotten us out of it? Or would he have, instead of um, uh, just fighting a political war instead of a hot war and letting our soldiers go in and win, uh, would how would that have changed things? Uh, would there have been the um, development of the hippie generation? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of that was, I think, a direct result of the president getting killed. Um, you know, people were screaming peace and love and stuff, and it was nothing about that. It was more a rebellion and a feeling of, of worthlessness, and then the drug culture got in, mixed in with that. And I, I think that maybe if JFK had lived and he would have had a second term, that perhaps um, there would have been a richer culture, a more ordered culture, because of who he was. Um, nobody could identify with Lyndon Johnson. Mm -hmm. um, when he became president, poor man taking on a job like that after Jack Kennedy, nobody could identify with him. And, um, of course, with the, uh, with the horrors of the Vietnam War, uh, uh, this, the rest of the 60s were just, it was like a lost age until we kind of got our feet back once they ended that god-awful war and um, started to, uh, to rebuild some sanity in the country. So I think the long-term effects were really, really, uh, the hippie generation the drug culture and all of that, and I think a lot of that was the direct result of the horrors of the assassination and, and the ensuing war and all of that. Do you believe that Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated John F. Kennedy and acted alone? I believe he killed him. Mm -hmm. I really do. He, uh, you know, there was no doubt he killed him. Uh, he had the gun. Um, he killed a Dallas police officer before they captured him. Um, did he act alone? I think that's the question for the ages because uh, there were so, so many um, uh, people said that they saw and heard shots coming from a grassy knoll that was mm -hmm. straight in front of the motorcade. Um, and even though the government appointed the Warren Commission to investigate all of that, it almost seems impossible for me, uh, being a, a hunter and knowing something about guns, to think that that, I think it was a 7.35 millimeter, you know, it was less than an 8 millimeter. Uh, and I don't even know whether it was a solid metal jacket or whether it was a regular hunting load, but... Uh, to strike the president in the back of the head and go through, come out his throat, hit Connolly, go through his arm, and I think into his leg. And all of that damage happened with one bullet. 
Uh, I'm not sure. Um, and I do believe that uh, he hit him more than once. Um, but uh, whether or not there was another shooter involved, I don't know. But I do know that there was some kind of a conspiracy going on. Mm -hmm. Why do you believe that JFK was assassinated? My gut feeling is that uh, it was probably the mob activity. Uh, there was uh, uh, there was so much talk uh, ab about that, and the mob was into all these uh, labor unions and everything. And of course, his brother was uh, starting to dig into that. Um, I think he was. Uh, I think they were afraid of him and what he what he would find out, what he would do, because he could have been a very powerful uh, president as much. Um, support as he had from uh, the people. And um, my gut feeling is that it was mob activity and I believe that they paid um, Lee Harvey Oswald to kill him. And uh, finally, what do you believe makes the Kennedy assassination so significant in American culture? Oh, it'd be one other thing I wanted to remark about the mob activity. When um, when they were going to take Lee Harvey Oswald, arraign him from uh, the Dallas police, they were bringing him through a tunnel. And we had just come home from church and turned on the TV and they were bringing him out. And this heavy set guy with a hat stepped out of the crowd with a pistol and shot him on live TV. Now my question is, how did he get in? Who left him in? And he was a well-known, Jack Ruby was his name, he was a well-known uh, nightclub owner in Dallas who had connections with the mob. Mm -hmm. uh, he had to have had an accessory to let him in there. And uh, uh, if, if he didn't have an accessory, then I, have, I question what the sanity of the Dallas police force uh, about setting up their security around a man who had just shot the President of the United States. And to this day, I believe that there were more people involved than just Lee Harvey Oswald. There had to be. Um, okay, what, and the question, the last question was? What makes the Kennedy assassination so significant in American culture? Well, he was the only president that was killed in, in the uh, 20th century. Um, he, um, he was the youngest president. Um, And in our culture, even though we are a gun culture, um, at the time, the thought of killing a president just didn't enter your mind. Of course, all that has changed, and mm -hmm. we've seen uh, uh, the horrors that you see on TV now with uh, 
woman holding the head of pseudo head of President Trump and so forth. But there wasn't that kind of thing in the in the sixties, and there wasn't that kind of thing uh, in the twentieth century. Uh, the United States had fought a terrible civil war, and I think that uh, in many regards that. Uh, kind of welded the country together uh, more than it ever had been. Uh, and uh, then to go through World War One and World War Two, where just about every man of, of uh, age had to go and fight uh, either Germany or Japan and come through that, then had the police action in Korea To have our president shot was just totally unbelievable. You just, uh, it, we, uh, I couldn't get my arms around it. I still can't. I don't know um, to this day uh, how somebody just um, decides one day they're going to... Uh, kill the leader of the free world, regardless of how you feel about that person. And I think that the long-term effects of that um, just makes you so wary of what's out there, you know. Uh, what kind of people are there? Can you trust uh, people, uh, where are the dissonance? Where are the dangers? Where are the mentally ill? Where are the, you know, the uh, 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 people's heads when you when you think about it? You'd like to think that everybody um, has the same values that you do, and values life, and values family, and and so forth, but. You're living in a dream world if you think that's true. So I think that probably his assassination um, wakened a, a lot of us up uh, to the fact that uh, the world is a very dangerous place. And there is just, just no way to rationalize or control <clears throat> aberrant behavior in a free society. Mm -hmm. And so I think that in a lot of regards, um, this country um, suffered a tremendous loss, not only of a good man and true, but a good politi political man and um, a good social leader. And uh, one of the things that uh, uh, has always been said about the Kennedys, it was the age of Camelot. and. In a lot of regards, uh, that was a made-up thing, you know. It, it's, it soothed Jackie Kennedy in a lot of regards because we know their marriage wasn't perfect and we know all of the philandering and stuff. But it was far more than that. It was almost the age of innocence mm -hmm. where we, we believed, in a, uh, believed in a man and a country and all of a sudden it was take, torn away, torn out of our hands. And uh, it can happen again. 
probably will happen again. Um, just don't know. All right. Thank you for taking time out of your day to uh, give us a little insight into this dark period in American history. Uh, thank you. You're welcome.